You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins and the Cardinals opened up a three-game set. Jesus Lazardo went opposite of the veteran right-hander Adam Wainwright, who had never won in Miami. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Back with you here at Lone Depot Park, where the Cardinals win the opening game of this three-game series tonight, 5-1. to one. Marlins fall to 3-2 and two on their first homestand of 2022. We were excited to see Jesus Luzardo make start number two after he struck out 12 in five spectacular innings in his season debut Tuesday in Anaheim against the Angels. We're always excited to watch Adam Wainwright pitch for the Cardinals in what may be his final season. He had Wainwright and Molina, the starting battery. He had Albert Pujols in the lineup for the Cardinals here tonight. So a lot to look forward to in this ballgame. Unfortunately, it was pretty much all Cardinals from the get-go after Luzardo struck out the first two batters of the game and set down the side in order in the first. The game kind of got away from him a little bit. And the Marlins had a good chance against Wainwright in their half of the first with one out back-to-back walks to Cooper and Aguilar. But Wainwright came back to get Joey Wendell to pop to second. And Avisael Garcia grounded to third in a terrific play by Nolan Arenado ending that first inning threat and keeping the game scoreless into the second. But it was not scoreless for long because with one out in inning number two, Albert Pujols doubled out to right center field. Tommy Edmond grounded to third on a really good play by Joy Wendell for the second out. So Luzardo had a chance to escape unscored upon if he could get Paul DeYoung. Good power at the plate. 3-2 pitch is powered out to left. Anderson going back. It's over his head and up against the wall. Pujols around third. He's going to score. DeYoung digging for a double. And he'll slide in safely. 1-0 St. Louis. DeYoung had been 1-11 for 11 on the road trip. Cardinals coming to town after playing 4 in Milwaukee. But his RBI double started the scoring tonight. And he was at second with two outs for Yadier Molina. A shot up the middle, but Jazz shaded that way, has it from shallow center, throws in a bounce, and he skips it by Cooper. That's going to enable DeYoung to score. Molina's trying for second, and he's in there safely. Well, Jazz rushed to throw when he didn't need to rush to throw. He threw from the side when he had time to set his feet and throw over the top. And not only does it cost the Marlins a run, it wound up costing... Luzardo eight additional pitches because then he would walk Harrison Bader before finally getting Dylan Carlson to fly out to left, ending the inning. Two runs, one earned in the Cardinals' second, and they had a 2-0 lead. In the third, they continued to swing the hot lumber. Paul Goldschmidt, a leadoff double. He had two hits here tonight. Came in just one for his last 23. Man at second, nobody out for Tyler O'Neill. Marlins shift against O'Neill. Three men left side. Ground ball through that shift. Base hit. Left field. That's going to get Goldschmidt home. Trying for second base, O'Neill the throw, the tag by Jazz, and out at second base, Tyler O'Neill. But Goldschmidt scores to make it 3 0 Cardinals. Well, when Nolan Arnado fouled out to short, there were two outs with nobody on, but Albert Pujols singled. He had a couple of hits in this ballgame, and he was at first base for Tommy Edmond. Three with the Dodgers last year. Tommy Edmond rips one toward the gap, right center field. That's going to get down. That's going to go to the wall. Now we'll watch Pujols run. That's not his strong suit. Waved at third, coming toward the plate. Chisholm the relay home. It's up the line. And Pujols will score, ending up at third base. Edmond 
And the Cardinals extend their lead to 4-0 here in the third. It was not by any means an easy throw for Jazz to make to the plate, but a really good throw would have gotten Pujols, who's had uh, a lot of foot and knee issues in recent years. He's 42 years old, and none of us moved as well at 42 as we did at maybe 22 or 32. But the Edmund triple brings Pujols all the way around from first, and the Cardinals led 4 nothing. Luzardo would strike out Paul DeYoung to end the third inning. He set down the side in order in the fourth, but in the fifth inning, a leadoff single by Paul Goldschmidt got the Cardinals going. Tyler O'Neill then worked a walk, runners at first and second. On Arnato, a fly ball to center. That advanced Goldschmidt to third, putting men at the corners with one out. And at that point, Luzardo came out of the game with Pujols, who'd been two for two already coming up. Don Manley wanted the right-hander, Sean Armstrong. O'Neill stole second base, erasing a double play possibility, putting men at second and third. Pujols hit into a fielder's choice with Paul Goldschmidt thrown out of the plate by Miguel Rojas and a nice play by Miggy, fielding the ground ball with the infield in, spinning all the way around after he'd gone to his left to come up with the baseball and throwing Goldschmidt out of the plate. So the Marlins had a chance again to escape the inning with two outs if they could get Tommy Edmond. Counts 1-0 to Edmund. He grounds one through the vacated left side base hit. In from third base, O'Neal. And it's 5-0 St. Louis. At that point, we could close the book on Jesus Luzardo. Four and a third innings tonight. Seven hits, five runs, four earned. He walked two, struck out three. Threw 88 pitches, 59 strikes. Left on the hook for the loss. Adam Wainwright maintained that 5-0 lead into the sixth inning. He got the first two outs. Jesus Aguilar, a fly ball to center. Joy Wendell bounced out to the pitcher unassisted. And then Brian De La Cruz came to the plate. De La Cruz had come on defensively for Avisael Garcia in the sixth inning. Garcia, we get word now, left the game with an upset stomach tonight. So Avi went 0 for 2, exited the ball game. De La Cruz came on, and his first at bat came up big against Wainwright. Pitch to Brian De La Cruz, batting for the first time. Smoke to center. Back goes Bader onto the track at the wall. Goodbye, Brian De La Cruz. In his first bat of the night, hits his first long ball of the season. And the Marlins are on the scoreboard. It's 5-1. to one. Well, Brian Anderson followed with a single, and that would be it at that point for Wainwright. Done after five and two-thirds and 92 pitches. The lefty T.J. McFarland came on to pitch with Jazz Chisholm due to bat. But the Marlins opted to pinch hit Jorge Soler in the Chisma spot, send the righty up there against the left-hander. And Soler swinging at the first pitch, grounded to third, ending the inning. 5-1 St. Louis for Wainwright. Five and two-thirds innings, five hits, one run, a couple of walks, six strikeouts. Allowed the De La Cruz homer, 92 pitches, 60 strikes. And Cardinals' bullpen would uh, be lights out the rest of the way. McFarland, after getting the last out in the sixth inning, would get the first two outs in the seventh before Ryan Helsley came on, struck out Garrett Cooper to end that inning. Helsley stayed out there for the eighth, allowed a one-out double to Joey Wendell, who went two for four tonight, but then struck out De La Cruz and Anderson, and we went to the ninth. Cardinals up 5-1. to one. Giovanni Gallegos, the closer, came on, no saving it, but he set down the side 1-2-3 in the bottom of the ninth. Soler took a call third strike. Jacob Stallings, a fly ball to center. And Miguel Rojas fouled out to the first base in Goldschmidt. That's how this one ends. Cardinals 5 and the Marlins 1. For St. Louis, 5 runs, 8 hits, no errors. 
Six men left on base for the Marlins. One run, eight hits, two errors. They strand eight in the game. Adam Wainwright, the winning pitcher, he's 2-1. and one. For Wainwright, his first ever win here at Lone Depot Park. Lone Depot Park had been the only National League ballpark where Wainwright had never won a game. That changes tonight as he beats the Marlins. He improves to 2-1 and one in the season. Jesus Luzardo falls to 0-1 on the year. Tonight's time of game was 3 hours, 4 minutes. Cardinals improved to 6-3. and three. They're now 3-2 and two on the road. Marlins fall to 4-6. and six. Now 3-2 and two here at Lone Depot Park. Marlins pitchers struck out 6 tonight. As you know, if you follow our broadcast on a regular basis, the Marlins and Nation teaming up again this year to help strike out cancer in our communities. Every time a Marlins pitcher strikes out an opponent this season, the Marlins are going to donate $25 to Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. 6K tonight is another $150 for the season now. A total of 85 strikeouts by Marlins pitchers. And at $25 a pop, that's $2,125 from the Marlins to Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to help strike out cancer. Cardinals thumped the Marlins in Game 1. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the loss. Okay. Donnie, it seemed like the Cardinals were seeing the ball pretty well against Lizardo. What did you see out of him tonight? Uh, well, obviously I haven't seen the whole game back over. Mel's looking at it as the game goes. It sounded like a lot of missed spots for the most part. Ball getting in the middle of the plate, not getting the height he wanted. Uh, and really just didn't get to a little more... Um, didn't get to all his pitches, it didn't seem like. Enough breaking balls over. We can keep those guys off speed. They seem to be jumping that fastball pretty good. Uh, Wainwright on the other side, what was he doing, especially in the first five innings? Yeah, we started off good with, I thought, with Coop and, and Aggie kind of, you know, forcing him into the zone. He is a guy that's going to mix and match. He's going to change speeds. Uh, he's not going to try to overpower you. He's basically going to try to keep you off balance. And it seemed like when we got down a couple of runs, we got a little impatient with him, I thought, uh, and got out of the zone a little bit more. And he's a guy that if you go out of the zone, he's just going to he's gonna keep going. And uh, felt like we got a little impatient there in that like third, fourth inning. The, the Cardinals, as a team last year, five guys, full glove, just, you know, they made some really nice plays against tonight. Just the challenges, you know, the opposing team, when you see guys kind of making those types of plays, well, you don't expect to be given any gifts. Honestly, you just have to go out and earn your runs, and that's that's really what you talk about when you play good defense. You make teams, you give them 27 outs, you just don't give them extra outs, uh, extra bases, things like that, and really that's what they make you do. And then, I guess in that same thing, uh, the play with Jazz, with Yachty, I guess he's kind of jogging with the line. Did you see him maybe speed up too much? He had more time than you realize Yeah, he definitely had time. Obviously, it's one of those that, you know, it's just a, it's just a bad throw. It's not necessarily. I don't think he did anything wrong. He just made a bad throw, and that's more on the physical side. Um, yeah. Uh, Avi, everything okay with him? Avi, obviously, works you. Yeah, just some stomach stuff was going on. He was knotting up a little bit early and tried to get through it, and just wasn't going to allow him to finish. And Dave Cruz coming in and then he gets a home run and gets you guys something on offense. He did. He got us on the board, and uh, and that was kind of a little bit of a jump start. We had a couple of chances after that, and we just weren't able to cash in. Uh, later in the game, I guess pinch hitting for Jazz was that just you know the lefty lefty probably. That was just one of those. Like if I don't pinch hit, I'm probably doing the wrong. I feel like I'm doing the wrong thing. Um, 
you know, just our numbers, total extreme on that. And, um, and really just trying to jumpstart something, right? We're down, we're down four at that point. Uh, they bring in a lefty who's basically a lefty killer. Uh, and we got three righties in a row coming if we can get on base there. So uh, thought that was the right spot to use Jorge to try to just basically change the game. And that's really what we tried to do right there. With uh, Jesus Sanchez there in the seventh, down four runs, and then he's trying to be aggressive with the ball in front of him. But do you want him to just kind of be a little more aware of the game situation? Yeah, we talked about it. It's one of those, you know, in that situation of the game, the score tells you you kind of got to be safe. And I think he he understands that now. Um, But, you know, guys are aggressive. They're trying to take extra bases. But uh, we always ask them to play the game, play the score, play the scoreboard. Uh, At that point, you're down to, what is it, uh, eight outs, I believe. Uh, And you really can't afford to give them up. And that leaves us, you know, that one, another spot where it leaves us first and third with Coop up uh, in the middle of our order uh, with one out. And so it ends up being with two. How encouraging have you been in just a short period of time with his progress offensively, though? I mean, he went down swinging in his first two at-bats but made the adjustment in the fifth and kind of shot the ball the other way and gets another. No, Zeus has been great. Zeus's at-bats have been really good. Obviously, Wainwright's one of those guys, especially, I think, younger players. Uh, I mean, for all players, but especially the younger guys, he's going to test your patience uh, and just do different stuff. You know, he threw him the slow curveball and then just do it a little shorter. Uh but then we've seen you've seen Jesus make that adjustment and shoot him into left left field, so he, he's been great. And this guy's he's doing everything he needs to do, and he's just gonna he's gonna keep getting better. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins fell to four and six, Cardinals improved to six and three last night. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Back here on Marlins Rewind. Game two of this series this week between the Marlins and the Cardinals comes your way at 640 tonight. Miles Michaelis is on the mound for the Cardinals. The former Cardinal and now the ace of the Marlins staff, Sandy Alcantara, toes the rubber for Miami. It's a 640 first pitch. We're on the air at 610 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. 
Be a pro with AC Pro.